0: Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Being a guy has a lot of upsides. Like, we get to pee standing up, and we get all these giant muscles. But there's also some downsides to being a guy, like going bald early and the fact that it's hard to find spaces to talk about our issues. Most guys don't really talk about what's bothering them. They just talk about their hobbies, like video games or sports. I know my friend group is guilty of that. All we ever talk about is gaming, basically. That's why I'm an advocate of BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you can find a therapist suited to your needs and your schedule to talk about whatever is bothering you in life. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com/r/today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com/r/ Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Life is full of compromise, but there's one thing in life that you should never compromise on, your own health. That's why I like to use ZocDoc to find the best doctors for me. That's how I found my personal doctor, as well as the pediatrician for my little girl. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you, and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. My favorite thing is that you can see doctor reviews. I mean, who wants to go to a doctor who makes you sit alone in a room for an hour and then rushes out after barely speaking to you? I love using ZocDoc because, to be honest, it's easy and I'm lazy. Go to ZocDoc.com slash rs and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's zocdoccom slash rs zocdoc.com slash rs. Welcome to r slash am I the butthole where OP's entire family believes they own his house. Am I the butthole for lying to my family for two years that my house purchase deal fell through? A few years ago, my husband and I told our relatives that we wanted to buy a country house by the lake. In our country, almost everyone lives in apartments, so our families were very happy. My mother immediately decided that she wanted to arrange a vegetable garden in the yard of my house. My husband's sister said that it would be a great place that she could take her kids for the summer. My sister started fantasizing about family picnics. My husband's brother joked that it would be a good place to get drunk on weekends. Me and my husband were both terrified. We didn't want any of this. We wanted to have a place where we could feel truly at home, where we can rest, where we can arrange everything to our tastes. Where there will be peace and quiet, and not family squabbles. Where we can raise our future children. In the end, we decided to tell our family that the deal had fallen through and there would be no house. After all, it's not even their business. We were the only ones buying the house, and it has nothing to do with them. We didn't have to tell them. We only told the truth to our best friends, whom we were sure wouldn't spoil anything. The house is really beautiful, and my friends and I often go there on weekends. Well, two years have passed, and my sister found out about the house by accident, because one of my friends posted a photo from there. Now our families are furious and call us greedy. Many of the relatives don't want to talk to us until we give them the address. My mom even asked for spare keys. This is exactly the hype that we tried so hard to avoid. I don't think that we're buttholes, but my husband is starting to hesitate about what we should have done, so outside advice can help us. Down in the comments, I'm going to read this reply from Neo Finks. Typically lying's not the best play, but it is absolutely wild that basically your whole family just assumed that they would have total access to your property just because you own a nice house. Not the butthole, and I totally understand why you'd lie about that. With a family like that, who needs enemies? OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes, and your family gets 1.5 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for saying you should have thought about that before you procreated? My ex and I have a 13-year-old daughter, Nicole. Nicole has several medical conditions that require a lot of attention. She'll need some sort of in-home assistance for the rest of her life. While we have an aide come in to help a couple days a week, it's still a challenge. The outcome of Nicole's condition became clear when she was two. At that point, my ex and I agreed that we wouldn't have more kids because it wouldn't be fair to anyone. There's no way that we could focus attention on two kids. Someone would lose out in this situation. We divorced when Nicole was five. We originally had 50-50 custody. Three years later, my ex remarried. His new wife, Callie, is nice. My ex did say that she didn't understand the severity of Nicole's condition. I figured there was a learning curve. Eventually, Callie basically said that she wanted to be hands-off, which I respected, though I wondered how that would work considering Nicole lives with them half the time. Last year, my ex and Callie had a baby. I was a little surprised given that my ex was always firm on not having more kids, but I figured that it wasn't any of my business. He did begin to complain that it was a lot of work juggling Nicole and the baby. I sympathized, but really didn't know what else to say. Recently, the venting got worse. He said that Callie yelled at him for taking Nicole to her physical therapy appointment instead of helping her with the baby. He brought up potentially having Nicole stay with me more. I wasn't entirely shocked, but it pissed me off. I said that Nicole is his daughter too. He can't just abandon that responsibility. He asked, what was he supposed to do about the baby? And I said, maybe you should have thought about that before you procreated. I mean, really, we discussed this 10 years ago about why it would be hard to juggle two kids. Why do you think that having another kid would be a good idea? He got quiet and said that Callie wanted a baby. I said that isn't enough of a reason, and maybe he should have thought harder before bringing more life into this world. The conversation ended with me saying that I'd call my lawyer and we could arrange for him to have less custody, as I would rather my daughter be properly cared for than be viewed as a burden. Callie called me that night very upset that I made my ex cry and that I said her baby shouldn't exist. I said that I never said that, more that they didn't think it through. She called me a jerk. Am I the butthole? You know, honestly, OP, I'm kind of surprised you felt compelled to post this on r slash am I the butthole because this is super cut and dry. What'd you do here exactly? Just defend your daughter and say that having a baby is a big responsibility when everyone knows that it is? Your ex literally effed around and found out. OP, you get zero out of five buttholes. I'm giving your ex and Callie two out of five buttholes. Am I the butthole for giving my sister-in-law three days notice that I would no longer make a cake for her daughter's third birthday after finding out that she and her parents told others my history? I'm a 28-year-old woman, and I love to bake. I'll often make cakes and stuff for my friends, and since I met my in-laws in 2018, for them as well. My sister-in-law asked me to bake her daughter's birthday cake for her birthday this weekend. This was back in October, and we discussed what she wanted in detail. This is not my first time making her cakes, but it is my first time as her sister-in-law officially, and where I felt like I was truly part of the family. Three days ago, I was out grocery shopping, and I ran into a family friend of my in-laws. This person is not someone I like very much. She's a bad gossip, and she seems to have some malice in her when sharing gossip about others. I try to be polite to everyone, and normally I don't talk to her. But she stopped me and went out of her way to ask me when my husband and I were having kids. Then she mentioned me being a foster kid and an affair baby, and she did it in a way that was meant to come across as actual concern, but was really her being intrusive and cruel. She mentioned that my in-laws and my sister-in-law were concerned about their kids not having any other kids to play with. I told my husband about this when he got home from work, and I was a mess. This might seem dumb, but I felt like his family betrayed the trust I put in them, and they did the one thing they were asked not to, which was tell people about my history. It's not something I want to broadcast to everyone who knows me. My husband confronted his parents and sister, and they said they only mentioned it to a few close-circle people, and they defended it when my husband said that that wasn't okay. My sister-in-law said that it's not like people wouldn't find out eventually, and he asked her how they would find out if we never told them. My history is that both of my parents were married to other people, and they had children with their other spouses when they had an affair. I was the result of that affair. Both sets of first children were technically adults, or close to it when I was born. The day before my fifth birthday, we were in the car together, and it crashed. My parents died, and so did the people in the other car. I was the only survivor, and I was in the hospital for a few weeks after. Nobody in either of my parents' families wanted me, and I was brought up in foster care for the rest of my life. I never found a family. Jeez Louise, that is sad. After hearing my sister-in-law say what she did and me realizing how unapologetic they were and hearing how little they cared about what they did to me, I asked if I could speak to my sister-in-law for a second and told her not to expect a cake from me after going against what I wanted and having such little care for the harm that it caused. She went crazy and said that it was only three days until the birthday party and my husband backed me up and said, so what? She and their parents were blowing up their phones so bad that he had to block them. And I worry that I'm being a bit of a butthole saying no with such short notice. Am I the butthole? Yo, this story is, this story is weird. So first of all, okay, yo OP, your backstory, your backstory is approaching superhero origin stories level of tragic. Secondly, they think three days isn't enough time to get a new cake. Yo, three hours is enough time to get a new cake. You know how you get a cake? You drive to a bakery, you say, hello, do you have any cakes for sale? And then you buy the cake. And if they don't have a cake for sale, then you go to another bakery. It's not hard, man. It's not complicated. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're publicly shaming you and sharing your most intimate, tragic secret with people you don't even like. And you canceled a birthday cake with three days notice. These things aren't even in the same ballpark. OP, you get zero out of five bottles. Give them a cake. I wouldn't even give them the time of day after that. I'm giving your in-laws 2.5 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for not picking up my phone on vacation and leaving my tenant, her mom, and my mom to deal with the cops for a couple hours? I rent out my basement suite to my mom's best friend's daughter, Sally. I knew her growing up, and I used to babysit her. The basement has two means of escape other than going upstairs into the area where I live. It's fully up to code as an in-law suite. There is no reason for anyone to come upstairs into my space. I went on vacation and I left my door to the basement dead bolted. Three days into my vacation, I get an alert on my phone that there's an unauthorized event at my house. I look at the video. It's my mom opening the door for Sally's mom. They freak out when the alarm goes off. Usually, if I need my mom to get into my apartment, I'll give her a temporary code. It's always the same code because my mom gets confused by technology. But still, I have to activate the code beforehand. I can't do it retroactively. Her only option would be for her to call me and for me to give her my personal code. I checked the cameras in my house, and strangely enough, my house is not on fire. I didn't leave the faucet running. There's no emergency. This is where I might be the butthole. Once I saw that they were just snooping around in my home for no good reason, I put my phone on airplane mode and went back to the party. Maybe 90 minutes later, a concierge at the resort came and said that I was urgently needed on the phone. My dad had written down my whereabouts, and they called the front desk for me. I excused myself and went to take the call. I asked my mom what the emergency was, why she was getting me out of my friend's wedding reception, was my house okay, was my dad okay. She very brusquely told me to shut up and talk to the cops and the security patrol. I talked to them and apologized for wasting their time. I asked them what the emergency was that brought my mother into my house. They handed the phone back to my mom and let her tell me that her friend didn't want to sit in the basement while she was visiting her daughter. So my mom agreed to come let them use my area and that it would be secret. I asked the security company to please lock my house back up and to take my key back from my mother. She started to protest, but I hung up. I enjoyed the rest of my trip, and my dad agreed to pay any fines or penalties that come from the false alarm. Sally's mom wants her to move out. That's fine by me. I don't need a tenant, and I was only doing it as a favor. Sally is almost apoplectic, begging me to not kick her out. She said that she didn't even know what our moms were up to until the alarm went off. My mom is pissed that I wasn't available immediately to get them out of trouble, and she's furious that I won't give her back my key. She thinks that I did it on purpose. I'm not sure how she thinks that I forced her into to break into my home without permission. So am I the butthole for making them sweat until they got a hold of me? And for taking my key back since I can't trust her now? Nah, OP. They deserve to sweat and they don't deserve your key. I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving them 1.5 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for not showing up to my birthday dinner at a nice restaurant, knowing everyone was waiting for me and that my parents had to pay a deposit for the table? I'm a 16-year-old boy, and I'm the second oldest child of four. My older sister, who's 18, has Down syndrome and is medically complex with complex needs. She also has food allergies. My younger sister, who's 13, has a host of food allergies, and some of them are very serious, and she's also on the spectrum. Then we have my younger brother, who's 11, and he has a lot of medical issues related to food and allergies that go along with it. We always try to make sure that places we eat are accessible for them, especially because my older sister is in a wheelchair. This does mean that I can get overlooked. It does mean making sacrifices and accepting that things will never be as fair as it would be for a kid in a family with less special or extra needs. I'm used to not getting my favorite dishes, and I'm used to not getting my top pick for vacations because my parents don't think that it's accessible enough or it's autism friendly enough. I'm used to my siblings never getting turned down for that stuff. After a while, it became something I expected. I was lucky that my maternal grandparents tried to make up for it when they could, and my best friend's family would also include me in their family for stuff like Meals Out. My favorite restaurant in our city is this Indian place. My favorite dish is their samosas. I never get to eat there with my parents and siblings, and we never get takeout from there because it's not deemed safe for my siblings. Sometimes that stinks, especially when my parents say they always get their kids' favorite food from their favorite restaurants for their birthdays each year. This year, my parents made a big deal over me turning 16, and they told me to pick my favorite place for us to have a family dinner for my birthday, a family dinner that included extended family. I told them my favorite place was the Indian place, and they told me that wouldn't work. I asked them, do you want my favorite place, or a place for my siblings? They asked me if I didn't want to cater to my siblings, and I said no. They asked me where I wanted to go, and I said the Indian place. They gave me one of those looks, and said they would give me more time to think. A couple weeks later, they asked me where I wanted to eat for my birthday again, and I told them my answer hadn't changed. They asked me if I could really enjoy my birthday, knowing that it wasn't accessible or safe for my siblings to eat there. And I said, yeah, because it's meant to be my birthday and they wanted me to say my favorite restaurant. They told me they would book the family favorite restaurant and went ahead and did that. The family favorite restaurant has nothing that I actually like. I just tolerate it. My parents planned everything, invited everyone, and when the evening came for the dinner, I just didn't go. My parents are furious with me. They grounded me for a week and they plan to continue my punishment the same way. Am I the butthole? Yo, your parents are rude. What douchebags? Yo, they grounded you? They grounded you for not wanting to go to your own dinner party? Yo, give me a break. What a bunch of jerk faces, man. OP, I'm giving you zero out of five buttholes. I'm giving your parents two out of five buttholes. You're their kid, too. You deserve special treatment, too. That was our slash am I the butthole. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.